Good day, good folk. Happy weekend to you all. Today's interview and podcast is slightly different to those that we normally do, and you'll soon realize why. I have a surprise for you all, an interview with Professor Ronald Hutton. On the 8th of March, I sent through a long email to Professor Ronald Hutton of Bristol University in the UK on the insistence of my friend Spike, who was then visiting his mum in uh, Scotland and had bought the book The Witch. I introduced myself as the retired convener register of the SAPC and CEO for SAPRA, and I explained to him that the SAPC was inaugurated in 2006 as a unifying body of like-minded pagans with a vision to cooperative unity, encouraging the cross-pollination of groups and individuals with respect for one another's traditions and granting each group autonomy. Prior to our country's current constitution, I further explained, under apartheid regime, paganism and witchcraft were illegal and deemed to be from the devil. So members of the of the pagan community at large were investigated and harassed and detained by an occult crimes unit, the twin of which is still in office. I explained further that the SAPC, SAPRA, other groups, spiritual leaders, academia and traditional healers the lawyers for human rights lobbied government for the abolition of the South African uh, Witchcraft Suppression Act and explained that this was a piece of apartheid-era legislation which was still in vigour today, albeit uh, an anti-constitutional piece of legislation. I explained that even though I'm retired, I'm still very much active member of the community, in particular with what regards the Pagan Freedom Day movement, which facilitates an annual national and regional celebration of religious freedom in our country, pretty much like Pagan Pride in the USA and the UK. Our motto is freedom and unity and diversity, and basically I explained to the professor that we encourage pagans from every walk of life and diverse spiritual backgrounds to stand together as a religious community for one day, become visible so that the public in general or the public at large can see us as part of the community and accept us. We don't just want to be tolerated, we want to be accepted. We believe it's important to celebrate our religious freedom and never to take our constitutional rights for granted. And therefore, the importance of celebrating it yearly before 
at Getsu Road because they believe that we're an insignificant number or something like that. I also explained to the professor that due to the COVID pandemic and its various restrictions on gatherings, we will be holding an online event this year, just like last year, and that we will produce a podcast, a series of podcasts, videos, and encouraging messages from members of the community and of the international pagan community, local leaders, popular members, um, as well as, you know, individual solitaries, as, as, as we call them, um, who will hold line, uh, online um, celebration, inviting also those who sell witchy merchandise to join us on that day and sell their wares online to create some sort of, of um, excitement and celebration around the day and give it a carnivalesque festival um, sort of atmosphere. I sent the professor URLs of our 17 years of history and um, I closed the long communique by telling him that if he agreed to the brief podcast and interview, I didn't want to waste too much of his time, um, but just wanted to interview him about his book, The Witch, that his agreeing to it would honor our cause tremendously. The professor agreed without hesitation. But alas, we then experienced problems obtaining quality recordings of sound with Zoom and Skype. So, to make this a very long story short, we resorted to an emailed interview for which I obtained the professor's permission to read and record his replies. So without further ado, let's dig into the interview. Good day listeners, today we'll be interviewing Professor Ronald Edmund Hutton of the University of Bristol, an English historian who specialises in British folklore, pre-Christian and contemporary paganism, and who is also the author of the book The Witch. Professor, thank you very much for consenting to this interview and for taking the time off to answer a couple of questions. I hope you are doing well and then what is the weather like in the UK today? The professor's reply was, it is one of the two most common British March weathers. Rain on an Atlantic wind, the other being sunlight on a freezing day. Professor, one of the principal goals of the SAPC and SACRA is the reclaiming of the word witch and working towards the dispelling of fear surrounding it. This word is viewed as going hand in hand with heinous crimes committed against men, women and children who are falsely accused of being witches and who are brutally murdered or burnt alive on the false assumption or accusation of being witches. Does this remind you of the burning times and what is currently happening in many parts of the world. And could you kindly elaborate 
in lieu of his studies and extensive research on the matter. The professor replied, there is a clear linkage between the late medieval and early modern European witch hunts and those being conducted in modern South Africa because both represent a similar mixture of two elements. The first fundamental and underlying one is an immemorial fear of destructive magic worked in secret by evil members of a human society to harm people against whom they have a grudge or just for the sheer joy of malice. The second, which is brushed onto it in specific places and times, is a Christian belief developed in 15th century Europe in a satanic conspiracy whereby the devil lends evil humans who have agreed to worship him helper demons whose powers enable the human concerned to work such destructive magic. It was the combination of the two which produced the European trials and the vigilante action against suspects when the trials were ended. Both are present in Africa today, but in both cases it is the fear of the actual harm produced by magic which is the real problem and the impulse behind the accusations. Professor Hutton, please share with us a little bit about your book, The Witch. Is there a parallel which can be drawn between its contents and the situation in our country, as well as other countries like India, Saudi Arabia, etc.? He replied, yes, very much so. My book was designed to show that the same construct which produced atrocities in Europe is still producing them in most parts of the world, including Latin America, Africa, the Middle East, South Asia and Melanesia. It was also designed to show that just as the fears which produced those atrocities in Europe were ended, thereby long and sustained government action and re-education, so they can be ended all over the world if people can be persuaded not to be afraid of witchcraft. experience, Professor, is there an underlying common ground between the various paths, say shamanism, occultism, ceremonial magic, wicca, eclectic witchcraft, satanism, who often are at one another's throats? Are they not all different shades of the same color? And would it not profit them more to accept one another's differences and focus rather on the commonalities? The professor's retort was, my goodness yes, not least because in Britain they seem to no longer be at each other's throats having worked through that phase in time. All have functioned as traditions which have been demonized and persecuted by evangelical and intolerant world religions, and often the same such religions. All draw on ancient ideas and images for modern needs. All still need a large degree of acceptance by current dominant social norms. With so much in common, the fact that they all do 
things rather differently should hardly matter. And Professor, is there a way in which the fear of witchcraft and the witch as a demonic and polluting threat to society can be eradicated? And the Professor replied, I believe there is, by a very long and sustained campaign of government action, to convince people that they are only vulnerable to evil magic if they fear it, and a campaign by leading churches, imams and brahmins to convince people that you can be a better Christian, Muslim or Hindu by not attacking other people as witches. Lastly but not least, Professor, would you like to send a message to South African pagans for Pagan Freedom Day? The professor's reply was, Yes, certainly. I would like to say that this day is a moment that I greet with great joy because of all the nations of the Southern Hemisphere, it has been in South Africa that I have in the past formed my closest relationship with the pagan community. This was in 1990s when I was a friend and ally of Donna Darkwell-Foss and actually lived with her Vice President Angelique Jardine. As such, I was emotionally involved in their campaigns and directly assisted that against the movement to revive laws against witchcraft in the wake of the Raleigh Commission's report. It is accordingly a delight to salute you now after so much progress has been achieved by you to reaffirm my friendship with your community and to wish you even greater achievements in the future. closing, I thank the professor very, very much for having dedicated some of his precious time to be interviewed. My last words to him were, may you be blessed with good health, longevity, joys and every boon under the sun. It has been a real honour, people. For those of you who haven't yet had the pleasure to read The Witch, Order it today from Amazon. We are in a time in which our visibility and our acceptance of one another can become a beacon for acceptance from the community at large. Happy Pagan Freedom Day and happy Maybon to you. The Pagan Freedom Day movement would like to thank Professor Ronald Hutton for this lovely interview. We are also delighted to salute you and thank you for the beautiful words and for reaffirming your friendship with our community. listeners, if you would like to purchase Professor Ronald Hutton's book, The Witch, A History of Fear from Ancient Times to the Present, you can do so on Amazon or your preferred book supplier.
It is a New Haven and London Yale University Press, 2017, ISBN 978-0-3002-2904-2. Happy reading!